Hey, Zoe. Hey, Lo. How's it going today? So good. Um, I mean, a day that starts with you <laughs> in terms of recording episodes of the Lo and Zoe show is always a good day. Where are you? Uh, where in the world is Zoe today? Because every time we get on a call, Zoe's like in a different country, casually. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Lo. I mean, likewise, I'm so happy that I get to start my afternoon with you afternoon, evening. I am presently in Greece. I'm on the island of Kalimnos, which is so beautiful. This is my first time here and definitely not the last. Like it is just so stunning. Everything you could want from an island in the Mediterranean Sea. And it's actually famous because it's where sea sponges come from. That's what sort of has put it on the map over time. And it's definitely not an over like populated with tourist island, which is fantastic. Just what I needed for my soul. (laughs) Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. So today we want to, I mean, the process of us deciding on episodes for the Lo and Zoe show is purely, we, we get on this call and then we're like, what is coming through for you today? Or like, what's the lesson that's like kind of presenting itself to you or what have you been reflecting on? And that's, I mean, then we riff for a while and then we record an episode for you guys, which is one thing that I just love about the Lo and Zoe show. It's, it's like what wants to come through and the topic today, and this has sort of been inspired before this, we um, were, were planning out our next module for our mastermind, Divinity, and we were talking about the topic of Loving What Is, which is a, a book uh, titled, it's titled that, by Byron Katie, and I just absolutely love her work, and it's pretty self-explanatory, finding acceptance for what is, and I feel like this is, like, manifestation conversation to me or, or work always comes back to this. If, like, I'm struggling to create what it is that I want. It's because I am not loving what is, or I'm not finding acceptance for where I'm at. I'm pushing up against reality, which means I'm spending more time observing the reality that I don't want over the one that I do. And manifestation at its simplest form is you get what you focus on. When we're not accepting what it is that we are currently living, we're focusing on it. (laughs) That's it. So acceptance is huge. I mean, it's, it's, you can't not find acceptance and expect to manifest. And I think people resist that because they're like, no, I just really am not okay with the way that things are. And Zoe and I have both had to find acceptance for things in our lives that we really did not want to, or there was a lot of resistance around. So yeah. What is your, your relationship in a nutshell, Zoe, with loving what it is? Yeah. I mean, I think this is just such a powerful topic to speak into and first around acceptance and what we just spoke into when we were planning out our divinity module is when we bring up acceptance, you guys, like we're not asking you to be like happy and celebrating like what is, if it's not your desired results in life, Mm -hmm. like, let's say, you know, um, you're single, probably use my example of being single in this episode, because this is like a lot of where I found some really deep, incredible, uh, breakthrough work here. Or if like, you're not financially where you want to be or not where you would want to be in your health. Like we all move through different challenges in life. And the more and more that we wrestle with what is the more and more that we wrestle with like reality itself, when really we have no control, that's where the suffering is perpetuated. And the first, and the suffering comes from, like, it's all a creation of the mind because we've got some type of idea that things should be differently, could be differently. And um, in acceptance, right, just simply finding okayness with what is, and we're going to speak into this in this episode, like, there's so much freedom on the other side of that. There's so much spaciousness that just like allows you to enjoy your life. Because 
any moment where you're wrestling against what is like wrestling against like the results that are presenting themselves in whatever way you're costing yourself your own peace of mind you're costing yourself your own happiness when ultimately there's always the power of conscious choice that you have as an observer of your reality as a co-creator of your reality and you can choose to observe differently and just like Lo said what you focus on you create more of what you focus on expands so are you focused on wrestling with what is what is or are you focused on how can I find okayness even acceptance and then potentially even loving what is Hmm. Yeah. And I'll say for me, I think the biggest resistance I've ever put up against loving what is or finding okayness. And I like that term okayness because it feels a bit softer. Like I think acceptance is a powerful term and I encourage people to lean into whatever resistance comes up around the idea of accepting something that you don't like, but if it feels easier to you, like an energy of it's okay. It's okay. If it's like this, at least for now, it's okay. If it needs to be like this for a little bit longer, if you can even get there, I mean, my biggest quantum leaps have come directly in the wake of it's okay. If it stays the way that it is for however long it's meant to. And there's definitely an aspect of surrendering to divine timing and surrendering to like I mean, to me, I think it's, it's surrendering the struggle, like just deciding, like I'm over fighting this because I am freaking exhausted. But for me, where I have had the most difficulty, I'll say, um, with loving what is, is where I was usually unknowingly making it significant, like giving a lot of personal significance or meaning to circumstances. So if I was like single and I didn't want to be single and I had resistance around it, it was because on an unconscious level at the time, I made it all conscious so that I could release it. But on an unconscious level, I was making it mean about me that, you know, I was unlovable or I might not figure this part of my life out, or I was tired of being alone or you know, I, I was the one in the family that didn't have like on and on and on. Right. And it's a lot of societal expectation or narrative. It's a lot of personal, familial, ancestral expectation around where we think we're supposed to be, what we even feel that we're owed, which by the way, in reality is nothing. (laughs) I'm saying this to myself, of course, um, that has us look at where we are and compare it to where we think we should be. And that's the source, right? If that, if that ideal wasn't there, then where we are, we wouldn't really have any reason necessarily to make it wrong. And again, this is not a conversation of like letting go of what you want. I think that's when people hear acceptance, they think like, no, but I really, really want the money or the man or the job or like whatever. It's not that it's just deciding not to grasp at it because you're so not happy with where you, it's really just letting go of the need of it. Right. Um, and so I had to do a lot of work for myself around letting go of what I was making it mean that I didn't have this or didn't have that, or things hadn't moved forward in the way that I had wanted them to, or I'd made decisions that in my mind, you know, held me back, like letting go of all of that and letting it be okay. That things were exactly as they are or were. (laughs) And this has been in different, many different points in my life. Um, And I think we could probably speak to a couple of specific ones. Yeah. So, so good too, that you mentioned like the layers of this low, like it's, it's not necessarily something that can happen immediately. There are different dimensions to the work. Like it could be 
societal stuff that you need to work through and familial stuff and expectations that a younger version of yourself had. Like there are layers and dimensions to this. So it's something that can take time to clear within yourself. But when that clearance happens, it's so liberating. And wherever you're at in any place in your life, like there is like clearance and freedom available to you. Like I think about the relationship that I have with my body specifically and how much of a struggle that was in like high school versus where I am now on the other side of that, you know, struggle mountain, we'll call it, is like freedom and liberation. And it has been this journey of like ultimate acceptance and loving what is. But like mm-hmm. I, a younger version of me would have thought that I had to walk out my entire life like fighting against the reality of my body. And that just like, like over time, over like taking the journey within and continuously going inwards and finding more and more self-love and compassion and forgiveness for myself I'm on the other side of that now and I'm I'm very grateful honestly every single day for the relationship that I have with my body now because I recognize how much of a struggle that was in the past and how how mean I was to myself or how like restrictive I was and like disconnected from my body versus where I am now so I just want to plant those seeds for any of you out there who like wherever you're at if you're like there's no way I could ever find acceptance for like this part of my life or this aspect of my being like it is so possible it is so mm-hmm. incredibly possible and um I mean, I also will probably speak into this example in this episode, but I was recently there with like relationships. You guys know that. Like I was having such a hard time just like accepting what is like, you know, and, and finally deciding to do the work around relationships and then wanting that, wanting to call that in and then not having that go the way I've learned so many things about the, the beliefs that I've harbored about where I'm supposed to be based on my reality, my family, my conditioning, et cetera, et cetera. I see this a lot in people in their businesses, clients and and otherwise, because they have access to watching the success unfoldings of a million strangers online. And so I remember having this conversation with a client last year who I adore, but she was getting a little bit caught up as we all do in like, where are my clients? You know, where are, where are the results that I'm working towards? Like this should be further along than it is. And I said to her, I'm like, should it though? Like, why, why do you think that, where is that idea coming from that at this point, you should be somewhere that you're not, what if you're not supposed to be right. And it was just, I mean, I think for all of us in a similar situation to that one, it's looking at, well, this person started their business and they made 30 K in their first month. Like who cares? Okay. That's what happened to them. That's not you. Right. And just because it was their experience doesn't mean it's meant to be yours or that. And I think actually a lot of this stems from our understanding of manifestation, because I certainly have spent a lot more time thinking about where I thought I should be since learning about manifestation. Like I didn't used to, I was like, I remember making like a six or seven K month in my first business as a lash artist. And I didn't know that anything, I didn't even know that that was available. I didn't know that more was available or that millions of dollars were available. And so I was just like, so freaking stoked. I was stoked when I got my first client as a, um, as a lash artist, it wasn't until I started being like, oh, but you can have anything. And like, you're the creator. And usually that isn't a very empowering thing for me, but it has certainly gone the other direction for me at times as well, where it's like, well, they say that you can create whatever it is that you want. And if you don't have it, it's because you're like out of alignment or whatever. And so then there's this like mega opportunity to constantly be looking at what has and hasn't manifested and being like, 
well, I obviously am doing something wrong here and I need to do it differently so that I can get over there because everyone says that I can be over there if I want to be. And like, it's letting go of that. We've had people inside the quantum creators course who are manifesting beautiful things, but will say, you know, like, well, how come this thing over here hasn't happened? And it's like, because you got to stop saying that it hasn't happened. (laughs) You got to stop arguing for it. Right. And just find more love of where you are, soften that need, that desire, and then it'll just come right in. But the only way to get there is to find genuine okayness or acceptance. And you can't trick the universe with this. You can't be like, okay, I accept or I surrender. Where's my stuff? <laughs> I used to do that all the time. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> the universe knows. You've really got to work your way down, like layer by layer, piece by piece. And I mean, it, again, I just want to plant the seeds. It's all, it's all possible, but like, you've got to just decide, like you said, Lo, like, I'm just going to stop like fighting to keep this old story alive, fighting to keep mm-hmm. this like righteousness alive. Because I think about previous points in time in my life where I, um, it was almost like I had a transactional relationship with source. Like, you know, I've done this much work on myself. So like, why isn't there a relationship for me? Why is like, there are literally crickets in this area when like, all I've ever done is like, focused on like self-love and healing and like, where is it, you know? But it's not like that. It's like, it's not because I did this, I get to receive that. It's like, yeah. let me just, let me just bring peace to my own being and then just like accept and love reality as it is. So then when something does roll in, it's like next level magical, better than I could ever imagine because I didn't have all these expectations or decisions or like a very limited perception or view about what I was only ready to accept at what time. Like, it's like, um, you know, I think about like money and stuff and it's like, the idea of like wanting to manifest, let's say the 10K month, what if the universe has a 20K month for you, but you're so focused on like, it needs to come through in this specific way that you're like blocking out double that for yourself. Yeah. Well, and what if it's not supposed to come in right now? Because when it does, it's actually going to cause more problems for you than, Mm -hmm. you know, like I think the perfect example is relationships. I I've, I've said it before on, on recent episodes, but where I was wanting to control a relationship coming in in a certain period of time in my life and looking back, I'm like, thank God it didn't because I would have sabotaged it because I didn't have the, like, I was not ready on any level. I thought that I was ready, <laughs> but I wasn't. Um, and yeah, I mean, one of the things that's really helped me is just to actually look at like, what could my life look like? if I let go of the the desire or the need to be a certain place, like I usually, I remember being on a, a live stream with my friend Tara and she said something about, you know, what if you knew that you were going to be single for the rest of your life? And I had actually at that point recently got to a place where I'm like, I feel this immediate sense of relief when you say that, like I could stop looking. I could, I could, and this wasn't that long ago, of course, it was like right before I met my boyfriend, because that's always what freaking happens. You do the work to love what is or find okayness with, with what is, and then what is can change, right? And like every manifestation teacher has or says this, but what I see people falling into more often, and what I've certainly both of us have have experienced is I'm not going to accept what is because I know that it can be different and I'm apparently in control of it being different. So I'm just going to insist that it be different, but insistence, which is a powerful energy, if it is done from a place of, I'm so unhappy with where I'm at, that I'm going to insist it be different. What you are 
much more focused on is what is. Let me just like push up against this thing that I hate so that I can have that thing over there that I want. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't work. Right. So if you can just soften that, like, is the current circumstance of like being single or not having the money or not having the business that you want, is it actually that bad? Or are you comparing it to something that someone else has that you think is like the ideal and in comparison, it feels bad, you know? And yeah. And it's like, you're like, I mean, I'm speaking for, for myself as well, but like you, you make it bad. I make it bad when I like just perpetuate these stories in my mind. I literally am like the creator of my own suffering in that. I think about actually like YouTube and how there was like struggles for me in the past around like seeing how other people did it. Like, you know, other people monetize and capitalize on their audience. Like I didn't do that. I didn't, I didn't collect mailing lists like from the beginning and all of that. I had like 160,000 subscribers, let's say that wasn't monetized. I mean, monetized through YouTube, but I mean, I, I didn't strategically, um, capitalize on audience, let's say, but that was never my journey. Yeah. It was never. And like that, I think as much as like a business part of myself might be like, I wasn't smart about that. I've learned from that. Now I teach people in digital nomad Academy, how to do things like that. So it's like supportive in that way. Um, of how I stumbled around in the sandbox, let's say, but my journey on YouTube, it was never about money. It was never about business. It's not even how I began it. I didn't even really know that it was possible to like make a living off of like YouTube, let's say. It was about like making friends and connection. And I feel like that was what I got from YouTube. And it wouldn't have been possible if I had an alternative agenda in the first place. It was always actually perfect for what it was. Even Mm -hmm. if in hindsight, you might know better, you might think better, you might be comparing like, um, you know, like you said, Lo, just this idea of like, I know that I can create different results. So like, why didn't I, or why haven't I? The more that you focus and spiral out those stories, spin those wheels, like it's just destined for unhappiness versus Mm -hmm. finding like fulfillment in what is accepting what is, and then ultimately just like loving what is for what it, what it has been, because it couldn't be any different. It cannot be any different. And I think that it's interesting because this is something we resist so much. Like, even as you're talking, I'm thinking about certain areas where it's like, could I love on that? Or could I find okayness with that? And anywhere where I'm like, uh, I think I'd just rather make it be different first. (laughs) Like there's still, I've done so much of this work and it's so freeing, but there's still areas that I'm finding that within, um, the thing is, is that if you can move past the resistance or yeah, move past the resistance and actually do the work around looking at the thing, the circumstance, what's on the other side is total freedom. Like who, how could you feel if that thing that you don't have, that's causing you all kinds of struggle became something that you stopped fighting? Like, I think for both Zoe and I, we've had experience in our experiences in our life where we just get to this place where we're like, I'm freaking done. Like, I am so tired. I'm tired of myself. I'm tired of this like pushing and strategizing and trying to make it be different. And so sometimes okayness has come because I felt like that was all that was left and I didn't have the energy for anything else, but it can be a lot easier (laughs) than that where you just choose to like, look at, I mean, I remember when I was going to Italy, um, I was like, it wasn't so much about going to Italy. It was that I was leaving my first business and I had a lot of 
resistance around not what was, but the possibility of it not going the way that I wanted it to, which was like that my, my online business would keep growing and that it would all work out. And I had all this anxiety of like, what if I get there and no more money comes in because I haven't even made a full-time in, uh, income in this business for very long and blah, blah, blah. And what I did instead was start to actually look at like my worst case scenario, which was like moving back home and starting from scratch and blah, blah, blah. Um, and it was like, I kind of just got to a place where I was like, that would be okay. Like, I'm not going to fight against that possibility. And then of course that never happened because it was okay to me if it did, but I had to like actually look at it in order to, you know, feel that way about it. If I wasn't willing to look at it and to go to the place of resistance, it would have continued to be something that I was like, oh, can't look over there because that's scary and that would be bad and I would hate it. And I guarantee you in that energy, it absolutely would have happened. I wouldn't have made any money while I was away. I would have had to come home after like the six weeks that I had prepaid for and start from scratch, you know, all that kind of stuff. But that didn't happen because I was, I wasn't resisting it. I wasn't giving it any energy. Yeah. And it just reminds me of like, previous versions of myself and what I've like seen people do. And what essentially we all kind of do as human beings is we try to like bandage it up. We try to, I, you know, I can avoid going to that place if I just manifest on top of it. And this is like why we, I mean, why we created divinity, our mastermind is like to really like create space internally, like really create next level space within your being so that the divine literally rushes in and you get a life better than you could ever imagine because you've created space for that. You weren't just like trying to move through reality, trying to manifest things to feel okay about circumstances, to feel okay about life, right? It's not like I need to manifest the job so I feel like, so I have money or I need to manifest the the relationship so I can like feel love. It's like, no, just like literally create the space, find that within yourself. There's like, there's another way of doing things and it's actually a lot easier, but it's what most human beings resist because it takes looking at the shadows, looking at the darkness and feeling your feelings, which like, you know, a lot of us have been conditioned not to feel our feelings. So it's like a challenging place to start to go, but ultimately there's such liberation on the other side of it. Yeah. This is even just illuminating some work for myself that I I want to do because this practice or awareness of like, can I find okayness? What would I have to let go of? What might I need to find safety in within my nervous system? What inner child work is there for me to do? What ideals do I have to, you know, stop chasing? Like whatever has always been such a source of freedom to me, which then Mm -hmm. of course, immediately after allows all this great stuff to come in. But that part has always had to come first. And yeah, if people are wanting to do some of this work, um, if you type in just to Google Byron Katie, the work, it's a free downloadable workbook. It's a couple of pages, not even a workbook, it's a worksheet. And you don't even have to put in your email or anything. Um, and she actually walks you through, I highly recommend her book, loving what is on this topic. It's really, really powerful. And it's helpful to kind of start getting into this kind of work, but yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you want to touch on with that? So, yeah, I mean, definitely Byron Katie's books have like changed my life. They just found me at the divine perfect time. So if that feels like a nudge for any of you, definitely download it. She also has an app that's called the work. And um, once you kind of, I think maybe it takes listening to her book or like understanding her work a little bit more to understand how the app sort of like works and how to move through it. 
but it really supported me at a time in my life when I was like really doing the work around relationships and what was there for me. And it created a lot of change, a lot of freedom very quickly. So I just, I highly recommend it. I would start with loving what is, and then she has books like the work on relationships, um, and like a few others. I'm, I'm making my way through the the last couple ones of hers, but they're just amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know, such a powerful, important topic that people often ignore or want to bypass. Cause it's like, I, I, it comes back to the avoidance thing. Let me manifest the money, the love, the whatever, the body so that I can avoid the emotions within me, the shame, the fear, the unsafety, the not okayness or not enoughness usually that is causing me to need that thing in the first place. And mm. the thing is, is that without addressing those fears underneath, actually looking at them and allowing them to be there you might manifest the love or the money or whatever, but it doesn't stay or it's rocky because it was a band-aid, right? We always come back to this, but so it's like, you can do the work now before you bring that thing in, or you can do it after, but you're probably going to lose what it is that you did manifest. Um, or it's just going to be like, people put so much emphasis on like manifesting their soulmate, but if they come in too quickly, it's not going to be the relationship that you want. Like who cares about meeting the person if afterwards the relationship after actually meeting them is all over the place because neither one of you has the capacity to self-regulate and you're just throwing stuff at each other all the time. You know, that's a lot of the, that's like our culture is so they romanticize meeting your person and marriage and stuff, but like so many relationships and marriages aren't fulfilling because it was a means to feel love that we were not giving ourselves in the first place or safety mm -hmm. that we were not giving ourselves in the first place. And then our source of alignment, okayness, safety becomes external. It becomes someone else's job to uphold, which isn't actually their job and you know, so on and so forth. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well said, Lo. Well said. Mic drop. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, see you guys next week. Yeah. See you next week. Bye guys. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to the Lo and Zo show. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us until next time. Stay abundant.